Hello everyone, welcome to the Evolvepreneur After Hours Show. I'm your host, Michelle McDonald. My mission is to help entrepreneurs make a difference and navigate the messy world of startup or relaunch, commonly called a pivot. Join me today where we dig deep with our guests and get you the best concepts and strategies to fast track your business. For this episode entitled Becoming a Successful Entrepreneur, my very special guest is Peter Christian, who is a former partner and president of Enterprise Systems Partners, Inc., a business consulting firm in Northeastern Pennsylvania. Previously, he was an executive at Crayola Corporation. He has worked with 300 plus clients in business development, profit improvement, operations, IS selection and implementation, as well as project management. He has 40 plus years experience in strategic and facility planning, CI, lean and supply chain. He has helped companies to realize millions of dollars in cost reductions and profit improvements, as well as adding and retaining thousands of jobs. He has authored the Amazon best-selling books, What About the Vermin Problem, and Influences and Influencers, four out of four star review on online book club, and is published in a variety of professional magazines. Peter, we're delighted to have you. Thank you very much for having me, Michelle. You're very welcome. So I have to start off by saying you are the real deal. You have successfully consulted and worked with familiar million dollar companies such as Samsung for those Android lovers, Crayola, because we've all grown up with a crayon or two, <laughs> and also Kraft Foods, which has an easily relatable combination of Mac and cheese. What's been the most memorable moment of your career so far? Uh, I think it was when I started my own enterprise um, because it was truly mine. It was something that I could somewhat control. You know, when you're dealing with 300 different clients, uh, you don't have total control over everything. Um, but I was able to um, make decisions about the company that got followed through as opposed to making recommendations that had to go through all sorts of committees and executives and so forth. Um, and to provide the direction that I really felt the company should go in. So I think that would probably be the most satisfying. And I got to work with a lot of different uh, companies and individuals and some very neat people and got to see lots of industries. And it was just a blast. That's awesome. And you know what, that actually speaks volumes because the thing is you are familiar with guiding a lot of leaders of these great corporations. But one of the most memorable aspects for you was actually being able to create something of your own. So it's kind of like the things that you talk about, you were able to capture and experience for yourself. Yeah, uh, it was interesting because one of the clients said to me one day, I don't think I could do what you do. Uh, you know, to be going from one organization to another day after day. And I said, yeah, but I did what you did, which is to go to the same place day after day. And that gets tiresome after a while. And guess what? 
I get to go home at the end of the night. You're probably still doing budgets and uh, you know, job reviews and all. And he goes, yeah, you're right. So uh, <laughs> everything has its pluses and minuses to it for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, and the great thing is you get to show him what is on the other side of kind of taking that leap, right? Of yeah. experiencing the type of lifestyle that you want for yourself. Yeah, and it's very amazing. The 300 companies, they were all unique, uh, had different ways of doing things, but there were a lot of things that were similar. So as you talk to one and you heard about their problems, you would go, you know, uh, one of the other clients I have who was in a totally unrelated industry had a similar problem. And here's how we went about solving it. And we sometimes even got them to talk to each other. Um, nice. So that was pretty interesting, too. You know, somebody that was in the food industry talking to somebody in the automotive industry, you wouldn't think of that. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of commonalities that they share and, and things that they can learn from each other. So I was kind of a matchmaker for some of them as well as consulting to them. And that's really awesome because a lot of times we feel like in business, competition overrules everything. We don't think about collaboration. We don't think about ways that companies from different industries can actually work together or even help solve each other's problems. You know, like sometimes it just doesn't even cross our mind because we're kind of thinking narrow mindedly. Yeah. Uh, no, there are a lot of uh, pretty neat people out there that are willing to share. First of all, they're proud of what they've accomplished, so they want to show other people about it. And also, they feel that if they can be of a help to somebody else, not their competition, of course, but to somebody else, then uh, they're willing to do it. Uh, and that's what I say. I, I, I work with so many different neat people who, uh, who were willing to do that and, and said, no problem. So uh, it made it a, another interesting and, and wonderful part of the job. And I know one thing that is very important with you when it comes to working with your clients is being hands on and having those personal interactions. Would you say that this is connected to creating a community around your business? Uh, I would say so. Um, we, we, we all want to see each other uh, do well. At least I okay. think so. At least I want to see a lot of people do well. Uh, and uh, you need help to do that. Uh, you can't do everything by yourself. As brilliant as you may be and as skilled and talented, you still need the help of other people. Uh, no organization is run by one person who does everything. There, there's a multitude of folks and they collaborate with other organizations. So the more that you can create that community and work with each other, I think the more successful uh, you can be. And again, like I said, when somebody else has had that experience, why not benefit from that? Why not talk to them about it? Why not see what they did or what they're doing and how that can help you? Uh, because nobody has to invent the relatively the wheel all the time when the wheel's already been invented by somebody else and doing a pretty good job of it. Yeah, it's really true, you know, because I think that sometimes as entrepreneurs, we feel like when we get into our space, we now have to be this incredible mastermind and try to figure it out all at once. And we feel like if we don't, we can't have that sense of pride to be able to say that we did it. But realistically, as you stated, you know, other company has, has gone through it. 
they solved it in different ways. And so there's that opportunity for us to learn from what they've gone through rather than going through it ourselves. There's a world of information out there. There's a world of people out there who are willing to help you if you just ask for some help. Uh, and if you don't take advantage of that stuff, uh, shame on you, quite honestly, uh, because it's there. It's there for the taking if you do. And if you don't, somebody else probably will. Yeah. Probably I mean, your competition. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, you know, that goes with the saying, you have not because you asked not. Right. Right. So I know you had stated that with different types of businesses, there are still a lot of commonalities. Yes. I imagine a large aspect of that is trying to be able to identify your ideal target audience. What advice would you have for an entrepreneur who's seeking to learn that? Um, go for the people who are interested in what you're doing and who will support you. Uh, the ones that aren't that kind of shrug their shoulders and give you that kind of half-hearted, well, yeah, maybe I'll try that. Those aren't the ones to do first. Those are the ones you can convince once you're successful. But to get started, you want to establish success. So the more uh, that you can see about positivity uh, as you get started and, and dealing with those types of individuals and companies, uh, the chances of your success are greater, okay? You, you can still be successful the other way, but it's going to take a lot more effort and time and, and so forth. And everybody wants to do it as quickly as they can, of course. Um, so I would say that's one thing. Uh, the other thing is, again, not to try to do it all on your own. Uh, granted, when you get started, there, there's a lot of things that you do. You're small. You don't have tons of money and other resources. Uh, that will grow over time. Um, but get good people who work with you and for you. Uh, turn things over to them. Do not be the person to try to control everything. If you do, everything will run through you. And again, if you can run it through 10 different people who you all trust and do a good job, that's one-tenth of the work you have to do. Um, what, what's that old saying about many hands make the job go easier? That's mm -hmm. true in business, okay? Uh, and unfortunately, a lot of people who start in business think that they have to know everything, do everything, be involved in everything. To some degree, yes, but you've got to give that up uh, or you won't grow. And particularly as you grow, you can't do it because you just can't manage it. Imagine uh, dealing with a thousand people in your organization and, and trying to control every one of them. Just impossible. The span of control is usually somewhere between eight and 12 people. Okay. And then they in turn have, you know, eight or 12 people that are responsible to them and so on and so forth. Um, so I would say that you need to do those things, uh, particularly when you're starting out. Uh, because if you don't, if you use the wrong mindset, you are going to struggle and you'll struggle mightily. And I've seen that even with more established mm -hmm. companies uh, where people tried to take too much on themselves and, and uh, were struggling. Yes. And I love that tip because it's so easy to become overwhelmed, right? You know, you experience burnout at any level of your business. And a part of you is saying, well, you know, I think this is normal. I think this is what what I should be experiencing, right? That means that I that I, I'm trying, I'm putting my 100% into it, you know, but there's a difference between doing it and doing it smart. Yes. 
yeah. and that's what you want. Absolutely. Absolutely. That saying work smarter, not harder is very, very true. Uh, I've seen a lot of people who worked extremely hard and got nowhere because they were doing all sorts of things that they didn't need to do. Uh, were making it difficult on themselves. So yeah, they were working hard, but they weren't getting anywhere. They were just kind of slogging in place. The person who works smart uh, realizes what they need to do, gets it done, gets other people involved, you know, brings the resources in that they need to when they can and, and when they can afford to, uh, they, they tend to move faster. There you go. So you've just given us an example of the type of consulting that you do with mm -hmm. your expansive portfolio of clients and your best-selling books. What is next for Peter Christian? Uh, I keep, um, keep looking at opportunities. Uh, I got into doing some teaching. Uh, I'm in my second year of uh, teaching a project management course online. Uh, at a university. I live in Florida. The university is in Pennsylvania. A good friend of mine asked me if I would take over the program, and I did. Uh, so this is my fourth class with that. So that was a great opportunity. Uh, as you had mentioned, I've, I've written and published two books. Um, those were things that I didn't do while I was working full time. But once I retired from consulting, uh, I decided to do them, so I've gotten into writing and I'm producing a number of articles and considering a third book. I haven't quite gotten there yet. I got lots of material already written that I could put it together, but I haven't decided if I really want to do a third book yet or not. Uh, I'm doing a lot of speaking engagements, just as we're doing here, to get the word out and to try to help other people. I think that's what I'm trying to do right now mostly, is to try to help other people. Uh, just as I did as a consultant, but, you know, through um, forums like this, uh, they're not necessarily paying me or you uh, to do it, but yet they're getting information and advice, and then they can decide what they want to do from there. And if, if they need more, they can always get in touch with us, and we can take them further with that. So I still do some consulting work. Uh, and uh, different people come up with different things. Uh, people have wanted to co-author books with me or to have me do other courses or, or things like that. So I, I weigh the opportunities and decide whether I want to take that on or not. And if I do, then I, I get involved. And if I don't, then I just, uh, I, you know, I, I move on to the next thing. So, uh, so th there's a lot of different things. Uh, and also I'm doing some student mentoring. I'm working with... Um, not only the university that I'm teaching at, but also uh, with my alma mater, Rutgers University in New Jersey. And I'm working with them on helping to get their students internships uh, in business, uh, which I think is extremely important uh, in today's world. If you can come out of school with experience of having worked with a company or companies while you were there in your field, you have tremendous, tremendous advantage. And also uh, you, you have a lot of knowledge coming out that a lot of people don't have. So, uh, so I'm working on doing that right now with, with uh, uh, the engineering school at Rutgers. So I'm busy. <laughs> yes. Lots of things to choose from. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Hey, they say variety is the spice of life. Absolutely. <laughs> Keeps me busy. Yes. So congratulations on your courses. And of course, that mentorship, which is going to go such a long way. So of course, let us know how entrepreneurs and company leaders or decision makers can connect with you for more 
opportunities. Okay, uh, one of three ways. First of all, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, so if you look up Peter Christian and uh, look for description of author, speaker, uh, a, a consultant and adjunct professor, uh, you'll be able to sort me out from the probably gazillion other Peter Christians there are in this world. Uh, that's number one. Uh, number two, I do have a website. Uh, it's PH, which are my initials, Christian, or not, I'm sorry, strike that. It's Pete, P-E-T-E, -E, Christian Books, all one word, dot com. And you can go on there, and I have all sorts of things posted. And there's also a spot where you can send me a note and get in touch with me, and then we can chat from there. So that's PeteChristianBooks.com. Uh, and the third way is um, uh, my email address, and that's where the PH comes in. PH Christian, and then number 53 at gmail.com. So any one of those three, LinkedIn, my website, or my email address. Uh, send me a note. Tell me what it is you would like to discuss, and then we can go from there. Excellent. Peter, thank you for your insightful tips that you've provided in connection to business consultations and strategies, as well as how to elevate our company to be more productive and work smarter, not harder. Also, thank you for being a part of another awesome guest episode of the Evolvepreneurs After Hours show. Before you go, if you like this episode, we would be grateful for a five-star review and consider recommending the show to a friend or two. Make sure you subscribe for future episodes at evolvepreneursecrets.show right now. Until next time, and if you are an entrepreneur, make a start on your next great idea today.